Welcome to the Freedom Hut. This is the Best of Buck Daily Podcast. The top stories of the day from the Buck Sexton Show. For more Buck, head to BuckSexton.com. And remember to subscribe to the podcast. Welcome, friends, to the Buck Sexton Show. Look, I thought we'd be here. Give the Buckster a little bit of credit. I told you it'd be a very tight election. I also told you Trump would win, which we can't yet say is the case as I go to air. But I told you it was going to be very, very tight. And here we are. It's exactly the dogfight, the trench warfare that I that I knew was going to be coming up. And then that makes me just sit here and think to myself, my oh, my friends, what a time to be alive. So what what are the big immediate takeaways from what we've seen what do we already i want to start with what we know and then over the course of the show we'll be discussing more of the specifics what remains to be seen and where this is all heading i I will tell you i'm still confident in a trump win Um, but remember what i said the day of the election on this show i said that no matter what the trump movement will continue on Here's the part of this that is already really upsetting the libs. Here's the part of this that is already really bothering the left. They aren't going to be able to say with any seriousness. I mean, nobody would take them seriously if they claim that Donald Trump's version of Republican politics, that Donald Trump as the leader of the GOP is over or has been repudiated. Not even a little bit, not even close. That we are in a pandemic year, a once in a century pandemic, and it's as close an election as it is under those circumstances, to me, shows you that Donald Trump has far more uh, to do in terms of the movement, whether he ends up with four more years or not. There's going to be a whole shift in the Republican Party that has been occurring for four years, but now I think in a sense it's solidified that the Trump coalition of the future on the right of a populist conservatism is here to stay. It also is a repute. It is a repudiation of the elite consensus that Donald Trump was going to just get destroyed, especially in certain communities that Donald Trump was going to be run out of D.C. immediately. The first chance the American people got. No, not at all. In fact, We know that Trump has won Ohio, that he has won Florida, that he has uh, kept on the Republican side basically all of the major red states. I know there's Arizona out there, too, but all of the major large red states that he was expected to win and has already taken victory in some critical battleground states. The big story that immediately became clear on election night was how much the pollsters were just catastro- catastrophically wrong. I mean, not, not wrong by a little bit, wrong by a lot. You got Ohio up seven. You got Wisconsin up six. You got Iowa up six for Trump. Those are all the averages of polls in the, uh, from Real Clear Politics. So what I mean here is that when you averaged out all the polls, for Ohio on real on real clear politics. And that's, I think, a very useful snapshot. It's effectively a, a, almost like a poll of polls, an average of polls. Right. You're, you're seeing what the data, uh, what the data is telling you in the aggregate. Trump beat that average of polls by seven points in Ohio. That's massive. Right. If, if I told you that you had to you had to make a prediction off the top of your head, about what the final what the final percentage vote count would be in Florida. And I said, but you need to be within seven points. The chance of you getting it right is very high. And that's another way of saying, what the heck do pollsters know that any of us didn't just know intuitively? In fact, they're more wrong than many of us would have been by just thinking about what we know registration wise in these states and what the what the political momentum is telling us. Unbelievable. Trump up 4.5 in Florida, according to the real clear politics average, up five points in Texas. Uh, This is the, the polling community is just like the journalism community, friends. That's what we saw. And I was telling you, I've been saying this publicly for a while. 
this is a really serious problem because polling is used not only to give you a snapshot of perception, but to drive perception. It's meant to tell people what other people think, and that has the attendant uh, causation of, of making people want to agree with what the consensus position is, right? If you find that 80% of people favor common sense restrictions on gun control, for example, well, that number gets out there and people start to say, well, I, I, I want to be part of the 80% that favors it. Right? And in an election, it couldn't be any more clear. If you hear that you're in your home state, Biden's up eight points, 12 points, 17 points, they were saying last week in Wisconsin, which was laughable. Uh, Trump outperformed the average of polls in Wisconsin on election night by at least six. And we'll see what the final tally is. But are you going to wait in line for an hour? Are you even going to think about showing up for the election? You're going to lose by almost 20 points. And look, I voted in New York, so New York was never going to be a place that Trump managed to flip. But I can understand how that would affect people's perception. So pollsters now join journalists and fact checkers as professions that have been tainted by bias and that no person should just take at face value anymore. Right. Fact checkers and people say, oh, Buck, you don't believe in facts. No, what I'm saying is what's obvious that these fact checking organizations that pop up are really just journalists who then take they put on their fact checker hat and they do these laughable things where it's, you know, mostly true. Yes, what Trump said is absolutely factually accurate, comma, but orange man bad. So we're going to give it a mostly true rating instead of just true, you know, and, and they obviously skew things on the other side as well. But the. Absence of a repudiation of Trumpism is a major story of the election already without even knowing the final outcome. That's big uh, because the way the media had gone all out to destroy Trump in this election cycle. I was walking on the streets of Manhattan yesterday. There was a truck that drove by me with billboards flat out saying with, with very uh, you know, with photos chosen of Jared and Ivanka meant to make them seem like the most out of touch, you know, elitist, snobbiest, inhuman, really, because they were saying that it's New York's problem that a lot of people have died of covid. It was like the covid death number and Ivanka smiling and looking at I mean, it's horrible, evil propaganda, just wrong, just wrong. They did everything they could to make this an absolute walloping. Of Trump, They tried every trick in the book. The polls were meant to suppress the Republican vote. That much is obvious at this point. And to create a perception of Biden as the inevitable candidate, just like they tried to create a perception of Hillary as an, as an inevitable candidate. It's not possible to explain all of the skewed polls in favor of Joe Biden without any polls that seem really to favor Donald Trump to a similar degree. I mean, Arizona, maybe you know, two parts. That's mar two points. That's margin of error stuff. Right? I mean, if you're within a point or two, fine. Eight points, 10 points. This is crazy. Nowhere was Donald Trump overestimated in the same way that Joe Biden's support was overestimated. And it was systematic and it was clear. So that's a big takeaway. Another big takeaway looks like Donald Trump, based on the exit polling I've seen so far, may have dramatically outperformed usual GOP expectations with the African-American community and with the Latino community. And first things first, I just want to say for those in both those communities who uh, voted for Trump, I just want to say welcome. Great to have you on the on the Trump team. Uh, honored to be uh, shoulder to shoulder with you against the crazy libs. And as for what this does to the narrative, one of the primary objections we hear uh, against Donald Trump, I mean, the two I think you can point to the most in this election cycle, one of them would be that Donald Trump mishandled COVID so badly that he's essentially responsible for all of the COVID deaths out there, right? For all of the COVID deaths, which is just outrageous. I mean, that's an, an intellectually and morally unsupportable claim. But then on the other side, you have uh, or, uh, you know, alongside that, I should say, you also have Donald Trump as this evil racist. 
right? So on COVID, it seems like a lot of people were thinking, who will do a better job with the economy in 2021 and not believing this anti-Trump line about about how he's responsible for all the COVID deaths on the minority vote side. Trump is an evil racist is what we are told all the time. They lie about what he said in Charlottesville. They lie about what he said about, uh, you know, illegal immigrants crossing the border and MS-13. And they lie about these things. But it's been very effective. It's created a broad perception. And, and it's tough to blame people when they they think they're supposed to be able to rely on the media. And the media says Trump said a, th- a certain thing about Charlottesville that he did not say. And, you know, they believe it. And, and I understand how that can be a, a challenge for a lot of folks. You know, they don't want to live their lives sifting through the lies of the mainstream media. But here's what we see. Not only uh, did Trump manage a very no matter what happens at this point, it was a it was a strong showing for the president in key places in an election, in, in an election that is completely undermined by the covid pandemic this year and in so many ways. But that he outperformed expectations, not just of what of what he would do, but of what the GOP normally does with the African-American community. There's something here. That he outperformed with the Latino community as well. There's something going on right now. And just the same way that the media missed Trump's rise and his win in 2016, they're missing a shift that's occurring on the right that is incorporating uh, these new minority voters into an expanding GOP tent that could be really a, a, a the future of the Republican Party. A, a Republicanism that is rooted in a sort of traditional Christian Ba- you know, Christian Judeo-Christian values base and adding into that. And I know that a lot of people in the uh, black and Hispanic community would also fall under the, uh, fall in that category. But then adding into that uh, a multiracial working class coalition within the GOP, you know, aspiring Latino business owners, uh, you know, skilled African-American laborers you know, who are who are working a job and realize that, you know, they're going to get ahead more with less regulation, less taxation, that socialism is not going to make their lives better. If if that this look, this is just the beginning of this. This is just the crack in the dam, in a sense of what could be coming. And also maybe the dam holds. Right. But this would be a game changer from within the GOP if this trend can be expanded upon. And it is a nightmare for Democrats. Without without uh, identity politics and without being able to count on over 90 percent of black voters consistently going for Democrats, they got big problems. They've got very big problems. And the more people that that come to the recognition that the Democrat Party and certainly the left wing national media caters to the cultural and political interests of Brooklyn hipsters with, you know, jobs in some field that who knows how long it's even really going to be around or be steady employment for them. The more people realize that that's at the heart and at the center, the the college educated white liberal voter uh, of what so much of the Democrat Party is actually doing and that minorities are in many ways an afterthought that the Democrat Party has taken for granted. The more of that that can happen, the better for the GOP, right? The more that perception changes, the better off. Uh, the GOP will be. And I I think it's it's a very good thing. So Democrats are worried about that and they should be. But now we have to think about. This trench warfare that's a that's underway as we speak. What did we hear on the first on the first uh, night of this election battle, which it should be over, right? It's election night, but it's really just the, the first one. What do we hear about it and what are the concerns and how is this fight going to play out now? Thanks for listening to the Best of Buck Daily Podcast. Get more from Buck by following him on social media at Buck Sexton on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to visit BuckSexton.com. Well, it was only a matter of time, friends. But to give you a sense of how ugly this ballot counting exercise. Remember Stalin? It's not who counts. It's not who uh, casts the votes. It's who counts the ballots. It's going to be a lot of talk about that in the next few days. 
to give you a sense of just how ugly it is, yours truly, who is uh, is usually a guy who stays within the lines. I, I mostly play by the rules, I'd say. For the first time, I've had a tweet banned on Twitter. And it was, I knew this was going to happen at some point. And what's amazing is that it's a it's a tweet about what I think will happen. It's not a it, it is it is not possible to claim that this is false because it's like me saying, oh, next week, you know, Joe Schmo is going to win his uh, congressional election that's delayed or something. Right. I mean, it's me saying what I think is going to happen. Uh, well, I mean, part of this is factual, but the, the important part of it is what I think is going to happen. I, I tweeted out, notice how all the ballot counting shenanigans are happening in Democrat strongholds, which is true in states. Democrats were behind in last night and desperately need to win. These are facts. OK, in Georgia, there was a pipe that burst that stopped the ballot counting uh, in, in, you know, there's there's graphics that show. All of a sudden in Michigan, over the course of the night, 200,000 votes just got added to the Biden total with not a single vote added to the Trump total. I mean, there's weird stuff. There's weird stuff happening here. And I so I tweeted out, notice how all of the uh, notice how all of the ballot counting shenanigans are happening in Democrat strongholds and states. Democrats were behind in last night and desperately need to win. You're going to hear a lot of. Wow, we just found 5,000 more Biden votes in this dumpster over the next 48 hours. First of all, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> First of all, let's start with it's, it's kind of a joke, a little bit. It's obviously meant to be a, a, some, well, exaggeration. I don't even know if I would call it that. It's definitely a joke, but it's also true. This, this has happened before, friends. In the Al Franken, hmm, too bad, in the Al Franken Norm Coleman Senate race, which was determined by I think it was hundreds, maybe a few thousand votes for a Senate seat. It's a big deal. They suddenly were finding a lot of uncounted ballots in the trunks of cars or they were, you know, they would find these ballots overwhelmingly, if not entirely for Al Franken, the Democrat. And Republicans just sort of said, oh, we don't want to interfere in the process. How is it that my tweet, you're going to hear a lot of, wow, you're going to hear a lot of, wow, we just found 5,000 more Biden votes in this dumpster over the next 48 hours flagged and blocked on Twitter. Twitter is a left wing dumpster fire. And now people are going to say, Buck, just stop using it. I'm already on Parler. I'm already on Rumble. And we're going to be using those platforms more. But it's a little bit like back in the day when as a, as a conservative, you could still go on CNN or even now as a conservative, you could still go on like the Bill Maher show. You got to you got to fight in their arenas, too. You don't want to give that space up to the other side. But that's not to say that I think it's fair or it's right or what's going on there is representative of, of how the conversation should be. But, I mean, this is just amazing. I, I, I cannot believe this. 5,000 more Biden votes in this dumpster over the next 48 hours. How can that be flagged as misleading? Are, are they going to send me an apology? Because here's, here's a, little, a little prediction for you. They are going to they're going to find stashes of votes in Philadelphia and they are going to be surprisingly pro Biden in, in the uh, makeup. Right. I, I think that's fair. And if I'm wrong, well, then I was wrong. But it's a prediction. Twitter is straight up blocking it. Twitter is suppressing me trying to get the word out about the observations that just as a person who's paying close attention to this election is making in real time. The president of the United States last night during his statement on this made it very clear that he thinks it's weird. He thinks it's problematic what is going on where it looked like he was going to win. I mean, I was, you know, I was uh, on on air with my friend uh, Jesse Kelly. It looked like he was going to win. And I kept saying, no, we don't know. We don't know. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking it's looking pretty good. And then all of a sudden it's, yeah, we're just going to stop counting ballots in these places. Not going to know for a few days. Got to see where all this heads. I'm just going to say this, dude. We got to have a we got to have a better election counting process than what we've got right now. We, we've got to figure this out. This can't be. We have advanced technologically a lot and we, we should be able to get this stuff 
so that it's just incontrovertible. It's it's instantaneous. It's all together. You know, they need to adjust. They need to adjust the way this whole process is done. But anyway, um, that's that's what I think is is a part of the takeaway of this. But here's the president saying that it's. It could go all the way up to the Supreme Court. I, I mean, he, he was flagged by Twitter last night. I mean, Twitter is suppressing information right now that doesn't look good for Democrats. That's what's actually happening. Play 18. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. We did win this election. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. Okay? It's, it's a very sad, it's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. Is that going to be suppressed by social media platforms, too? I'm sure it will, if it's not already, as I talk to you. What did I say that the, pre- the, the actual sitting president of the United States is not saying? Oh, but I'm not allowed to say that because it's disputed information about the election. How can you dispute me saying, guys, be on the lookout for this bad thing happening? I'm not I didn't say it had happened. It, it is it is wrong. It is simply wrong to do what these tech giants are doing right now. They are trying to steal this thing for Joe Biden. Look at the donations. That's all you have to do. There was this incredible graphic that was making the rounds yesterday based on donations to Biden or Trump showing you know what the separation within certain professions, how overwhelmingly one sided they were in their donations and what a big portion of the donations they actually were, too. It was a great visualization. And, and there should be no surprise here at all. Who, who do you think are the big Biden donors out there by professional class? All the universities, right? Universities are just overrun with leftists and people that are carrying water for the Democrat Party on the pathway, of course, to turning this country into a socialist dystopia if they can. And you also add into that psychiatrists, I always told you, super lib, very left wing, um, social workers, bureaucrats, government employees, lawyers. I've been telling you the legal profession overrun by the left now, too. Not all lawyers. I got some great friends who are conservatives who are uh, excellent lawyers, but big, uh, you know, big donations from the legal profession going to Biden and most of them going to Biden by far. Uh, Wall Street. Democrats don't want to talk about that. Wall Street money goes to Joe Biden. A lot of the big corporation money goes to Joe Biden. I mean, effectively, the establishment, the wealthy and powerful establishment in this country donate their money to Joe Biden. That's what actually happens. And tech, Google, Facebook, they're they're essentially they're essentially uh, parts of the DNC. I mean, they they are working overtime to try to make sure that Do- that Donald Trump loses this election and that Joe Biden ends up winning it. And, and they may succeed. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, this thing is far from a done deal. But when you look at who on the who donates to Joe Biden, I mean, to a Donald Trump, who on the right profession wise, it's exactly what you would think. I was so happy to see. You know, you know who overwhelmingly goes for Trump over Biden? United States Marines. You know who else is in that category? Uh, police officers, firemen, mechanics, machinists, truck drivers, construction workers, general contractors, plumbers, people who build and make stuff, who are paid for their labor and their skills, support Donald Trump. Business owners, that's right. If you own a business, if you are a small business owner, you overwhelmingly support Donald Trump. So the people that have the most direct contact with either the market value of their labor or the, 
the the connection between the success of their business and limited government regulation and taxation. They support this president. But tech oligarchs, oh, no, all about Joe Biden. I mean, it's just so funny. Here I am. I've got a tweet that's blocked by one of the most powerful tech companies in the world. And not a single person in the world would be able to win an argument with me about how it is total bullcrap that they are blocking me right now. Yeah, I've got a half a million Twitter followers. A lot of people have bigger ones. Some people have smaller ones, whatever. Right. But that's that's a fair amount of people. And the president retweets me pretty regularly. And the word can get out about this. And people should be on the lookout. They should be on the lookout for all of a sudden all Biden votes showing up in some place or all of a sudden an improbable closing of the gap at this phase of the election. Why is that being blocked? Because liberals don't want it out there. Because Democrats don't think that people should be warned about what could be happening right now, which is that this election could really be stolen, not Russia collusion in their crazy dreams stolen through some Putin plot that nobody really believes happened. Not not, not stolen like that. I mean, actually stolen. I mean, an election that should have already gone to Donald Trump that through breaking of election laws on a systemic scale is going to change the final outcome. We need to be on guard against that. That is a serious, a distinct possibility. And I refuse to be, you know, pushed into a corner and pretend because the tech oligarchs say it's disputed. Did they ever put a disputed disclaimer on Russian collusion claims that the media ran with for three years that were all lies? There were there were all lies. CNN, MSNBC, just full of sociopathic liars on those issues. Okay, we all know it. All their experts, their national security people. Oh, Trump works for Putin. Morons. Did they ever actually put a disclaimer on any of this? No, of course not. Of course not. Friends, it's a rigged game. And even with a rigged game on election night, it looked like Donald Trump was going to come out on top, even with a rigged game. And now they may manage to rig the system in effect after the fact. It would be very sad for this country. But I, I, I sit here and I tell you right now, I'm not sure how this is going to shake out could very well go to court we'll talk about it but this process has of one certainty of it is that it's going to further divide the country along deeply polarized lines and the distrust within our system is only going to be exacerbated it's only going to get worse you're in the freedom hut this is the best of buck daily podcast the top stories of the day from the buck sexton show this is a, an extremely flammable situation, and the president just threw a match into it. Uh, he, he hasn't won these states. Nobody is saying he's won the states. The states haven't said that he's won. Uh, you know, this goes right back to what Joe Biden said, which is the president doesn't get to say that he's won states. Uh, the, you know, the American people get to say it, and the state officials get to declare it. Uh, and, and I guess... And I don't know whether he literally means it, but he said we will be going to the Supreme Court because we want all the voting to stop. Well, voting to stop. Yes. But vote counting. You've noticed. I mean, first of all, Chris Wallace, I I don't understand what anybody thinks is worthwhile about this guy. I really don't. I, you know, I know. Oh, he's he's at Fox. So we're all supposed to just be quiet about it. But no, sorry. Uh, he's going after Trump for this. You're hearing a lot of that today. Trump is declaring himself the victor. He shouldn't do that. And he shouldn't do this. He should. Uh, Biden's lawyer, Bob Bauer, has just uh, just come out today to say we're winning the election. We've won the election and we're going to defend that election. So, you know, you ask yourself, you say, okay, so here's someone on behalf of Joe Biden saying that Joe Biden's won the election. And, you know, this is what both teams are declaring victory, basically. That's what they're doing at this point. And then one team will concede. Uh, but but all the outrage over this is just showing you, one, how polarized everybody is over this and how much they don't really care about what anybody thinks of, of their complete lack of journalistic integrity. Um, oh, here, here, speaking of which, we got Jim Acosta. If we're going to talk about lack of journalism 
uh, credibility, Jim Acosta is one of the top one of the top names that comes to mind. Play uh, three. You know, we all were hoping that the president would not go there and lie and falsely and prematurely declare victory. Yeah. So, again, as always, it's not a surprise, but it is shocking. Absolutely. And, and Jake, I think our founding fathers are probably rolling in their graves right now. Uh, They did not envision a president of the United States delegitimizing an American election. And that is what the president just did a few moments ago. It's historic and it's historically awful. Um, I think one of the things that we're going to have to wait and see over the next several days is and, and they've been previewing this over at the White House and inside the Trump campaign, they are going to be uh, deploying, if they have not already deployed, an army of lawyers to all of these states uh, where they want to contest the results of of the election uh, to try to cast aside votes that are still being counted. They want to question the legitimacy of these timelines uh, for counting ballots in states uh, where ballots are coming in after Election Day. Why are lawyers bad all of a sudden? You'll notice Democrats were bragging for months about the lawyers that they're going to have in place, and they've got a ground. When Democrats talk to other Democrats, it's we're going to put on the brass knuckles and and start, you know, breaking glass bottles in half, and we're ready to do whatever we got to do to win this thing. But then when they when they go on TV and they're speaking to a national audience, it's oh my gosh, Trump is deploying all these lawyers to look at this. This is also part of a of a larger conversation. Democrats still pretend that there's no such thing as election fraud. We, we know that's not true. People go to prison for election fraud. We know election fraud does happen. If there was ever a time in living memory when you think that there might be people out there who would be willing to engage in election fraud, wouldn't it be now? I mean, isn't that fair to at least uh, at least assess at this point? Wouldn't there be plenty of reason you could come up with if you were somebody that thinks that Trump is creating fascism in America, that Trump is the most awful you know political leader in history and all, all this other stuff that they say what would you be unwilling to do to stop this president people leak classified information to the press not only breaking their oaths but also theoretically exposing themselves to federal criminal penalties for this i mean it is a felony and they do that to undermine the president. You don't think there are people out there who, and, and those are senior government officials that have you know sworn an oath to defend and uphold the Constitution and and are, are bound by sacred obligation not to spill the United States' national security secrets. They'll do that. They'll break that oath if it hurts Trump. But, oh, my gosh, filling out a bunch of empty ballots that have been harvested and then you know putting them in. Who, who's going to what do you think they're going to fingerprint millions and millions of ballots? Why is this so unthinkable? Right. I'm not saying there has been fraud yet. I don't know. I'm saying it's not hard and there's a very good chance that there will be some and we need to be on guard for it. You know, it's Democrats. Oh, no, that's crazy. You're undermining the process. Even Twitter shutting me down, not allowing me to say keep an eye out for this. You know, I, I mentioned uh, that there was this hundred thousand vote increase for Biden all of a sudden in in Michigan and with no vote increase at all shown in the tally. And it turns out now they're saying it was a a computational error. Well, okay, but the people that were saying, hold on a second, that's a problem. They were right. If you want to accept that this is really the answer, which maybe it was fine. Maybe they did make a a computational error, but they're making errors already. They're admitting to errors. And the people who are saying, let's make sure that there aren't more errors or that we catch as many as possible and prevent them from being the determining factor in this election they're the bad guys. You know, we're, we're the bad people. And all these journalists out there virtue signaling about how, oh, every vote needs to be counted. Here's Major Garrett, CBS 15. There is nothing pro-Biden or pro-Trump, anti-Biden or anti-Trump by saying all the votes that have been legally cast should be counted. Saying that they haven't been counted doesn't mean we're holding back something that we know. We actually don't know. Some of them are from Republican areas. Some of them are from Democratic areas. When all of this pans out, the president could win, right? That's why they're toss-ups. Exactly. And when it all pans out, former Vice President Biden could win. There is nothing about this process and saying, you know what, all the votes should be counted that have been cast that is trying to put the thumb on any scale. It's just saying two things. We don't know, and all the ballots legally cast must be counted. 
No one disagrees on all the ballots legally cast by the deadline, which is part of their legality, should be counted. The problem is that there are some uh, states where Democrats wanted to kind of extend the extend the playing field, move the goalposts. Pennsylvania is the, the biggest one. And that could be a real problem because showing up the day after the election with a whole bunch of ballots that were signed that morning or, or that were you know cast that morning, so to speak, is illegal. You know, why have an election day at all? Right. Why not just have election year and see what we can all come up with? There's a reason that these rules are in place and we should not dismiss out of hand anybody that feels like it's necessary to try to show some respect for them. Um, but, you know, you can believe that or you can believe the Joy Behar uh, analysis. Of it. <laughs> let's let's lighten things up. For a second. Let's take a little moment here to think Joy Behar. Here she is. Oh, my God. Trump, he's going to jail. He's going to jail. Play 11. People have to remember that uh, Trump is hanging on to power and primarily, I think, it, it's to avoid going to prison. You know, people don't remember Watergate. Right. John Ehrlichman, Haldeman, right. they both went to prison. John Mitchell went to prison. The only reason that right. Nixon didn't go is because he was pardoned by Gerald Ford. They will go to jail. He will go to jail. They will go to jail. He's going to jail. No, he's not. For what? I always want to ask the Bayards, what's he going to go to jail for? The, the Russian collusion that didn't exist? And, and collusion isn't even a crime in the context of, of an election, the way that they framed the whole thing. What, what exactly is going on? Why is he going to go to jail? But this is the mentality. It's not enough to defeat Trump. They have to humiliate him, ruin him, punish him, take away his freedom, go after his children. Uh, and then they turn around and say, why are we so polarized? Someone tell me why we're such a polarized country. I don't understand. It's all Donald Trump's fault. We should lock him up. They, they, don't, they don't see that there's kind of a circular logic here. We have to lock Donald Trump up for no reason. Why are we so polarized? Oh, I've got an idea. It's Trump's fault. We need to lock him up. That's kind of how it goes. That, that's really a, a window into the liberal mind of the moment. It doesn't make sense to a rational person, but who says they're rational? Who says it makes sense? You know, right now, while they're all out there uh, pretending to be the great guardians and guarantors of our democracy, you know, Nancy Pelosi's still walking around just flatly undermining institutions however she can. Play eight. Instead of crushing the coronavirus, Trump is trying to crush the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, waging his deadly lawsuit to destroy protections for pre-existing conditions and every other benefit of the Affordable Care Act showing his deadly contempt for science and refusing to accept our national plan for testing, tracing, treatment. Joe Biden will do that. Installing an, the president is installing uh, an illegitimate Supreme Court justice just one week before the election, after 60 million Americans have voted, who will dismantle the ACA and won't say, by the way, when asked by Senator Feinstein, do you think Medicare is constitutional? She said she really couldn't say illegitimate Supreme Court justice, she says. They never explain illegitimate how or why. They just like to say it. But but then they talk about how they want to support our sacred democracy and uh, they want to you know protect the processes therein. Illegitimate how? Hmm. Illegitimate for Democrats is a is a word they use in place of I don't like that thing. I disagree with that person. And you're going to hear a lot more of that, especially if this ends up not going their way. Right now, the mood is, is changing. It's certainly moving in Biden's favor. But I have not lost faith. I believe the president's still going to pull this off. I've been telling you all along, the president's going to win this election. I feel very strongly that he will. But this is playing out in exactly the way that I anticipated in terms of the arguments being made, the delays in vote counting, the games, the shenanigans, the dishonesty. And uh, one thing's for sure, we're not all going to have a big sit down, sing along. America's all come together as one under under a president, uh, President Biden. That's for sure, friends. Thanks for listening to the Best of Buck Daily podcast. 
For more Buck, head to BuckSexton.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast. Well, it was only a matter of time, friends. But to give you a sense of how ugly this ballot counting exercise, remember Stalin, it's not who counts, it's not who uh, cast the votes, it's who counts the ballots. It's going to be a lot of talk about that in the next few days. To give you a sense of just how ugly it is, yours truly, who is, uh, is usually a guy who stays within the lines. I, I mostly play by the rules, I'd say. For the first time, I've had a tweet banned on Twitter. And it was, I knew this was going to happen at some point. And what's amazing is that it's a, it's a tweet about what I think will happen. It's not a, it, it, is, it is not possible to claim that this is false because it's like me saying, oh, next week, you know, Joe Schmo is going to win his uh, congressional election that's delayed or something, right? I mean, it's me saying what I think is going to happen. Uh, well, I mean, part of this is factual, but the, the important part of it is what I think is going to happen. I, I tweeted out, notice how all the ballot counting shenanigans are happening in Democrat strongholds, which is true. In states, Democrats were behind in last night and desperately need to win. These are facts. OK, in Georgia, there was a pipe that burst that stopped the ballot counting uh, in, in, you know, there's there's graphics that show all of a sudden in Michigan over the course of the night, 200,000 votes just got added to the Biden total with not a single vote added to the Trump total. I mean, there's weird stuff. There's weird stuff happening here. And I so I tweeted out, notice how all of the uh, notice how all of the ballot counting shenanigans are happening in Democrat strongholds and states. Democrats were behind in last night and desperately need to win. You're going to hear a lot of, wow, we just found 5000 more Biden votes in this dumpster over the next 48 hours. First of all, that's funny. Okay, (laughs) first of all, let's start with it's it's kind of a joke a little bit. It's obviously meant to be a, a some well exaggeration. I don't even know if I would call it that. It's definitely a joke, but it's also true. This this has happened before, friends, in the Al Franken. Hmm, too bad. In the Al Franken, Norm Coleman Senate race, which was determined by I think it was hundreds, maybe a few thousand votes for a Senate seat. It's a big deal. They suddenly were finding a lot of uncounted ballots in the trunks of cars or they were, you know, they would find these ballots overwhelmingly, if not entirely, for Al Franken, the Democrat. And Republicans just sort of said, oh, we don't want to interfere in the process. How is it that my tweet, you're going to hear a lot of, wow, you're going to hear a lot of, wow, we just found 5,000 more Biden votes in this dumpster over the next 48 hours, flagged and blocked on Twitter. Twitter is a left-wing dumpster fire. And now people are going to say, Buck, just stop using it. I'm already on Parler. I'm already on Rumble. And we're going to be using those platforms more. But it's a little bit like back in the day when as a, as a conservative, you could still go on CNN or even now as a conservative, you could still go on like the Bill Maher show. You got to you got to fight in their arenas, too. You don't want to give that space up to the other side. But that's not to say that I think it's fair or it's right or what's going on there is representative of, of how the conversation should be. But I mean, this is just amazing. I, I, I cannot believe this. 5,000 more Biden votes in this dumpster over the next 48 hours. How can that be flagged as misleading? Are, are they going to send me an apology? Because here's, here's a, little, a little prediction for you. They are going fi- to find stashes of votes in Philadelphia. And they are going to be surprisingly pro-Biden in, in the uh, makeup, right? I, I think that's fair. And if I'm wrong, well, then I was wrong. But it's a prediction. Twitter is straight up blocking it. Twitter is suppressing me trying to get the word out about the observations that just as a person who's paying close attention to this election is making in real time. The president of the United States last night during his statement on this made it very clear that he thinks it's weird. He thinks it's problematic what is going on where it looked like he was going to win. I mean, I was, you know, I was uh, on on air with my friend uh, Jesse Kelly. It looked like he was going to win. And I kept saying, no, we don't know. We don't know. 
But in the back of my mind, I was thinking it's looking pretty good. And then all of a sudden it's, yeah, we're just going to stop counting ballots in these places. Not going to know for a few days. Got to see where all this heads. I'm just going to say this, too. We got to have a we got to have a better election counting process than what we've got right now. We've got to figure this out. This can't be. We have advanced technologically a lot and we, we should be able to get this stuff. So that it's just incontrovertible. It's it's instantaneous. It's all together. You know, they need to adjust. They need to adjust the way this whole process is done. But anyway, um, that's that's what I think is is a part of the takeaway of this. But here's the president saying that it's. It could go all the way up to the Supreme Court. I, I mean, he, he was flagged by Twitter last night. I mean, Twitter is suppressing information right now that doesn't look good for Democrats. That's what's actually happening. Play 18. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. So our goal now is to ensure the integrity for the good of this nation. This is a very big moment. This is a major fraud in our nation. We want the law to be used in a proper manner. So we'll be going to the U.S. Supreme Court. We want all voting to stop. We don't want them to find any ballots at 4 o'clock in the morning and add them to the list, okay? It's, It's a very sad, it's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment. And we will win this. And as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. Is that going to be suppressed by social media platforms, too? I'm sure it will, if it's not already, as I talk to you. What did I say that the, pre- the, the actual sitting president of the United States is not say? Oh, but I'm not allowed to say that because it's disputed information about the election. How can you dispute me saying, guys, be on the lookout for this bad thing happening? I'm not, I didn't say it had happened. It, it, is, it is wrong. It is simply wrong to do what these tech giants are doing right now. They are trying to steal this thing for Joe Biden. Look at the donations. That's all you have to do. There was this incredible graphic that was making the rounds yesterday based on donations to Biden or Trump showing, you know, what the separation within certain professions, how overwhelmingly one sided they were in their donations and what a big portion of the donations they actually were, too. It was a great visualization. And, and there should be no surprise here at all. Who, who do you think are the big Biden donors out there by professional class? All the universities, right? Universities are just overrun with leftists and people that are carrying water for the Democrat Party on the pathway, of course, to turning this country into a socialist dystopia if they can. And you also add into that Psychiatrists, I always told you, super lib, very left wing, um, social workers, bureaucrats, government employees, lawyers. I've been telling you the legal profession overrun by the left now too. not all lawyers. I got some great friends who are conservatives who are uh, excellent lawyers, but big, uh, you know, big donations from the legal profession going to Biden and most of them going to Biden by far. Uh, Wall Street. Democrats don't want to talk about that. Wall Street money goes to Joe Biden. A lot of the big corporation money goes to Joe Biden. I mean, effectively, the establishment, the wealthy and powerful establishment in this country donate their money to Joe Biden. That's what actually happens. And tech, Google, Facebook, they're they're essentially they're essentially uh, parts of the DNC. I mean, they they are working overtime to try to make sure that that Donald Trump loses this election and that Joe Biden ends up winning it. And, and they may succeed. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, this thing is far from a done deal. But when you look at who on the who donates to Joe Biden, I mean, to a Donald Trump, who on the right profession wise, it's exactly what you would think. I was so happy to see, you know, you know, who overwhelmingly goes for Trump over Biden? United States Marines. You know, who else is in that category? Uh, police officers. Firemen, mechanics, machinists, truck drivers, construction workers, general contractors, plumbers, 
People who build and make stuff, who are paid for their labor and their skills, support Donald Trump. Business owners, that's right. If you own a business, if you are a small business owner, you overwhelmingly support Donald Trump. So the people that have the most direct contact with either the market value of their labor or the, uh, the, the connection between the success of their business and limited government regulation and taxation, they support this president. But tech oligarchs, oh, no, all about Joe Biden. I mean, it's just so funny. Here I am. I've got a tweet that's blocked by one of the most powerful tech companies in the world, and not a single person in the world would be able to win an argument with me about how it is total bullcrap that they are blocking me right now. Yeah, I've got a half a million Twitter followers. A lot of people have bigger ones. Some people have smaller ones, whatever. Right. But that's that's a fair amount of people. And the president retweets me pretty regularly. And the word can get out about this. And people should be on the lookout. They should be on the lookout for all of a sudden all Biden votes showing up in some place or all of a sudden an improbable closing of the gap at this phase of the election. Why is that being blocked? Because liberals don't want it out there. Because Democrats don't think that people should be warned about what could be happening right now, which is that this election could really be stolen. Not Russia collusion in their crazy dreams, stolen through some Putin plot that nobody really believes happened. Not stolen like that. I mean actually stolen. I mean an election that should have already gone to Donald Trump that through breaking of election laws on a systemic scale is going to change the final outcome. We need to be on guard against that. That is a serious, a distinct possibility. And I refuse to be, you know, pushed into a corner and pretend because the tech oligarchs say it's disputed. Did they ever put a disputed Disclaimer on Russian collusion claims that the media ran with for three years that were all lies. There were there were all lies. CNN, MSNBC, just full of sociopathic liars on those issues. OK, we all know it. All their experts, their national security people. Oh, Trump works for Putin. Morons. Did they ever actually put a disclaimer on any of this? No, of course not. Of course not. Friends, it's a rigged game. And even with a rigged game. On election night, it looked like Donald Trump was going to come out on top, even with a rigged game. And now they may manage to rig the system, in effect, after the fact. It would be very sad for this country, but I, I, I sit here and I tell you right now, I'm not sure how this is going to shake out. Could very well go to court. We'll talk about it. But this process has a, one certainty of it is that it's going to further divide the country along deeply polarized lines, and the distrust within our system is only going to be exacerbated. It's only going to get worse. 